We're in the end game now. I just hadn't uh, had no idea how you're going to actually do the. <laughs> well, he yells it. He's like, "Bring me Thanos!" <sighs> Welcome back to Cinematic Fantastic. I'm Andrew, and I'm Philip, and I just want to p- caution you: spoilers ahead. Do not listen if you have not seen Endgame. We are going to ruin it for you literally in like the next 20 seconds. <laughs> we, we, we thought about trying to do this without spoilers, but it just, there's so much going on that we figure just best to, uh, to not hold back. And uh, like I said, if you're wanting to steer clear, turn it off now because we're going to start off with with uh, spoilers pretty much from the get-go. Let's get uh, some things out of the way. Like, share, subscribe, uh, cinematicprotastic at gmail.com or at uh, cinematicprotastic on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. We're on anchor.fm and iTunes and other many other platforms as well. So please like, share, subscribe. We'd love to uh, have you as a listener. All right, so we're going into it. Once again, spoilers, do not listen until you've seen Endgame. The ship sinks. Oh, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) This movie starts off and it just gets you right off off the bat. It starts with, so, you know, kind of a, a recap. Infinity War ends with Thanos snapping and people are dusting away, and it just ends like that. And we're like, "Oh crap!" You're you're left with, uh, you know, you, you obviously know some people that survived the snap, but there's a lot of people in the MCU universe that you don't get to see. Did they survive the snap? Did they dust away? And this one starts off showing you one of those characters. And and it it begins literally before you know the it, moments it, it before the actual snap before the snap. So so yeah, there's uh, some characters from Thor Ragnarok that you're not sure if they made it. Um, some other characters you're like, well, who who survived? But they they don't show in Infinity War. But it starts off with Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner's character. He was completely absent from uh, Infinity War, and he's having a picnic with his family and and well like well, like i said once it, the first shot you're like dang it <laughs> no you're just you like, know it's coming no, it's it's so intense because you know it's coming and then he's he's teaching his daughter to to archery and they're asking like who wants ketchup and mustard on their hot dogs and he's like laughing and it's just a perfect you know, picture perfect family outing. And then he turns and his daughter's not there. And they kind of did it in a weird, like I, I figured they would have a moment where like you would definitely see her fade away into dust, but 
you barely saw like the dust wisping away and and like yeah, just, just saw a very a faint hint of particles because like she but, had already come it, it, it had already happened and there was just a little bit left of her yeah they don't they don't definitely don't have them as the focus of the shot when it happens it's yeah. on and and then he's on hawkeye's you know, character and he's like where did she go where did his daughter go and blah 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 and then he turns around and his entire family's gone and so he's literally they're all they're playing catch making hot dogs and then they're gone and and that's how how it started and we're just like oh, we're we're in for it we're in for a ride <laughs> <laughs> and then that this kind of goes into my next thing so so the the movie starts off like i said just after the snap everybody's pissed off everybody's gone and they find a way to get uh, Thanos and try to get him back, try to get the stones back and try to reverse everything that's been done. Um, and I felt like this portion of the movie, it's a probably a good 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe. Uh, I felt the good, this portion of the movie was a little rushed. I don't know what you thought. I don't know if I felt that, um, as far as the, the content or the scenes or what was happening. I, I think, I think it was a, a good pace and it to me i i felt it set the movie up very well very well for for what we were in store for yeah it it, it wasn't a complete like it, this is just kind of a small gripe for me because it wasn't a complete like oh this is horrible but i just felt like so like you know tony stark's floating in, in space and he's basically like pepper i'm gonna die I'll probably never see you again. He leaves a message in his helmet and then Captain Marvel shows up and she brings him home. They say a couple things to each other and then they're in the spaceship and they go off. And I just felt like, you know, Captain Marvel wasn't really in, like, I know we know who she is cause we've seen the movie Captain Marvel, but I felt like the characters have no idea who she is. And she just all of a sudden comes in and she's leading them into a space battle almost and that 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 was just kind of like one of those things like they i felt like they kind of went over a few things here but with the three hour runtime it may might have been just a necessary evil kind of thing and and maybe uh, i'm not quite understanding how you understood that but it i are you were you understanding that as that was captain marvel's introduction to the team yes see i if you and we talked about this in Captain Marvel about her end credits, post credit scene, we just figured it was a scene taken from the movie Endgame, and we would see that same exact scene play out in Endgame. After seeing how she's introduced in Endgame, I understood this the end credit scene was their way of saying, here's how she came to Earth. She met the characters already, so this was not her introduction to the team. They so, knew that Tony Stark was stuck, and they they had met Captain Marvel, uh, and they okay. sent her to bring him home. Okay, I, I see that making sense now, but I feel like, I don't know, 
that would have been nice to know going in, you know, but because because I didn't make that connect. Um, yeah, that, I, I was almost thinking that, you know, there's a lot of talk about how they, they film scenes that aren't in the movie uh, just to throw people off so that they don't know what to expect. And almost felt like maybe it was not necessarily in the continuity of the story, but just something to get you riled up and get you ready to go for Endgame uh, at the end of Captain Marvel. So yeah, um, I, 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 t I definitely took that more of a, they just weren't establishing when she met the team because they had done that end credit scene in Captain Marvel okay. where the pager went off, it stopped, she showed up, and they were okay. all just like, whoa. So that all happened before the movie. Before okay. she rescue start because yeah if, if okay. that was her first impression or her first introduction she wouldn't know where to land tony stark yeah that that was the other thing it was like she just all of a sudden is there it's like hey how's it going <laughs> yeah uh so so, so yeah, i don't it, know if that changes your perception it does a little bit so i'll have to you know upon a second viewing hopefully that'll make that scene make a little bit more sense and, and feel a little bit less rushed maybe. Um, but the, the other thing that, that kind of bothered me a little bit was that there's some interviews out there uh, when they were talking about infinity war and, you know, obviously there was, you know, infinity war ended on a cliffhanger. And so we knew that there was a second part and they're talking about the producers and the directors. They talked about how, for a long time as they were you know planning the movie and getting it written and stuff like that they uh debated as to where to end infinity war and where uh, end game should start um and a lot of the talk was do we wait for the snap to happen at the beginning of end game do we do the snap at the end of infinity war and that could obviously they went with the snap at the end of Infinity War, but I almost feel like the way this movie started. I mean, Infinity War is really good as it is. Don't get me wrong, but I almost feel like maybe they should have con included the opening portion of this film before it jumped to five years later at the end of at Infinity the end War. of Infinity War, because. Uh, you know, like I said, it, Infinity War ended perfectly great. It's it's a great movie, um, and I didn't have much many many problems with it. But I almost feel like if he did the snap, people started fading. They got a plan. They went and found him, and he's and then he says, "I'm inevitable," and they kill him. And there's there's no stones. So like, what are we gonna do now? I almost feel like that would have been like. You know, one of your problems with Infinity War at the time was Spider-Man and, and those characters are gone. But you know that they're, you kind of know they're going to come back, you know, especially because, you know, there's a trailer for <laughs> the next Spider-Man movie. <laughs> right. Um, there's talks of a Black Panther sequel, that kind of stuff. So I feel like if they had ended it that way, it'd be like, maybe they aren't coming back. So, yeah, I just feel like maybe perhaps that would have been maybe a better place to end it and then start five years later in, in, in Endgame. But like I said, it's a small gripe. <laughs> it still was exciting. And you know, the, the Hawkeye moment is is a, a gut-wrenching emotional moment. To, and it, it 
set the tone for the movie. And so, like I said, it might have been a good idea. Maybe not. I don't know. But that was yeah, I, I, I appreciated how it started. And the, um, you know, obviously with, with the Marvel movies, more so than most other movies, there's a an air of secrecy about them. And they they do their best not to allow too much of the story to leak out. Obviously there's leaks uh, of, of things here and there. Um, but I hope other movies, whether they're franchises or standalone take, uh, take a look at how they approach their marketing and their trailers were fantastic. They mm-hmm. made me want to go see the movie, but there was so much kept out of those trailers. Yeah that you go into this movie and you are surprised by things that happen on the, uh, in the movie because they weren't even hinted at, mm-hmm. you know, like the whole time jump when that, when they threw up that time, jump, I was like, Whoa, how did I not know that there was going to, this was going to be involved? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, I, I, I think purposefully they kept the, uh, any, any marketing of the Hulk, out of it yeah because that was the way that he's he he's in this movie but um but as far as going back to how the movie started yeah i really i I liked how it started and really felt like it 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 did it uh set the tone for what was coming with with the emotional start of of hawkeye and his family and then jumped to the as far as this movie is concerned, where where you're introduced to Captain Marvel, and the time jump kind of took me by surprise because, like I said, I had no idea that that was about to happen. You didn't know they're going to jump five years yeah. into the future. Yeah. So, and and obviously had no idea that. Uh, you know, <laughs> I think we kind of laughed at the, the, uh, the, right before they reveal there's a five year time jump. The movie has like a very quick the end moment, <laughs> kind of jokingly where, you know, Thor uh, takes off his head, Thanos's head, mm-hmm. and then it like fades to, to, to black. And my, my thought was this would be a great parody where if it just said the end, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, but then it revealed that there was a time jump. And so that's a, a perfect transition into our, our next uh aspect of this film, this film deals with time travel and it kind of dealt with it in a different way. Basically, you know, like, you know, when you, when you think of time travel, well, first of all, the the reason they do time travel is because, you know, Scott Lang, Ant-Man is stuck in the quantum realm and in the quantum realm, time doesn't flow normally. And so that introduces the possibility of, you know, go into the time, uh, quantum realm at one time and come out a different time, um, you know, it could be in past or future and, and stuff like that. So they use Ant-Man and his technology to, to, to work that. Um, and, but they did an interesting take on it by changing the logistics of time travel. So like typically what you think of, if you go in the past, you change something, then the future is different. You know, back to the future is, and is, a it's your go-to time travel movie. Yeah. It's, the quintessential time travels film and it kind of set the stage for almost any time travel movie <laughs> since then 
um, pretty much everybody does the same thing. You go back in time. Uh, the parents didn't kiss, therefore they didn't fall in love. And then he's uh, Marty McFly is not gonna not gonna be born, so he has to go back and fix it. Uh, Terminator go back and kill um, John Connor. John Connor, and then he won't lead the resistance, and then the machines can win. So all you know that kind of stuff. This one took the uh, the path of. Although you're traveling into the past, it is still your future. Like you're going into it as a future moment. And therefore, you're not changing what happened to you before. <laughs> and as you can tell, I'm kind of getting confused. But at the same like it made sense. But at the same time, I'm like, what? So, yeah, well, they, they approached it with, you can... <laughs> Travel to the past, and if you change something, your future doesn't change. <laughs> so, like, like they were saying, you know, the, one of the characters says, "Why don't we just go back and, and kill Thanos as a child? Thanos yeah. as a child and kill him." They said, "Well, you're not going to change the future that you have lived, or the or your current life, you know, because you're." only making an alternate universe at that point. Okay. And so you can't go back in time, change something there in hopes of changing where you came from for the better. It's not going to change. Uh, and, and you can't change it. Uh, you, the only thing you're doing is creating a universe that now has a different future, but you will never have lived that future. Okay. See, I'm not sure if that's completely <laughs> that explained either. Um, so th these are just small gripes, but it it, it was it, cool because yeah, you know, basically we were saying we just need to go back, get the stones, come back and reset what he like, just undo what he did. So they weren't necessarily trying to prevent necessarily what happened. They just wanted to undo what he did. They needed to collect the stones so that they could fix. And bring back everybody that had disappeared in the snap. Yes. And then what this uh, opened up to was there, there was there were some funny moments that, that happened, or really cool moments, I thought. Um, there was a, a great moment because they one of the times they go back into was the, the event of the first Avengers um, when New York's being attacked. And so, you know, they're hiding in a in an alleyway and they're going over their plan and then Hulk comes by, the the Hulk of the time, and he's just like Hulk smash, blah blah blah, and he comes in and just <laughs> goes overboard on one alien and it's just like smashes okay. him with a car, then throws the car on top of him, and then he jumps on the car and smashes the car. Yeah, it's just it's very humorous because he he you know, the, the alien was probably dead with the first hit, <laughs> yes. but he goes on this this rampage of making sure this alien is dead. And and the the also is the juxtaposition of the fact that the other Hulk or Bruce Banner Hulk combo that they've made now, because he he's tried to um, experiment to make himself better at both Hulk and, and Bruce Banner, uh, basically br bringing out the best of both worlds. Uh, and he's like. He's not so much smashy anymore. <laughs> and so so he's just like, okay, I guess I got to do that. <laughs> he goes out and there's like 
smash clank smash <laughs> very unenthusiastic uh but later on he then goes to you know they're they're they think they're looking for dr strange but at that point in time he wasn't dr strange as we know him as the sorcerer supreme he was still a surgeon and so he meets up with um uh, the ancient one from dr strange and i thought that moment where she pushes his astral form out the body of the hulk fell but the spirit of bruce, bruce banner, banner came out and i thought that was really cool i wasn't expecting the matchup between captain america and captain america no that that was definitely a kind of like a uh kind of a geek boy moment i think in that <laughs> yeah. movie you know cuz you you have captain america confronting himself and the captain america from the future it's it's really funny how he interacts with himself from the past cuz yeah. the the one from the past is very much you know and and i mean it captain is, america is always very patriotic yeah, always very uh boy scoutish boy scoutish and, and when when the 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 captain america from the past is, starts throwing down with him and he's like i could do this all day yeah and he's like i know you know you can tell he's he's like you know kind of annoyed of himself he's like i can see why people are annoyed at me because i sound you know um but but yeah it was it was very fun to see you know captain america versus captain america and uh how they they brought that humor of how how do you perceive yourself and, you know, if you had that opportunity to actually come face to face with yourself, you'd probably be like, God, I am kind of a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then that moment also led into later, you know, the. A lot of characters came back and we'll go into this later, but uh, a lot of characters came back that we know are Hydra. But at the time they were shield agents and they all get into an elevator and. Captain America is trying to take the Tesseract, which is what they have. And, you know, they get in and it, they they make it seem like it's going to be a, re, a recap of the <clears throat> elevator scene from Winter Soldier, which is one of the best sequences in that movie. It's it's a kick-A moment and you just... You, you get to see Captain America just, just shine right there. Just his power and his... Uh, ability to take on tons Half of people, a dozen people inside yeah. of an elevator, and so you're expecting that throwdown to happen again, and just like, yeah, this is going to be sweet. But they dropped a bombshell, at least for me, it was a bombshell when he's like, "Hey, I need to take that case," and they're like, "What? Why do you need to take it? Who said this? Let me call the the superiors." And he's like, "No, I got this." Hydra, and I just I lost it. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh!" I did not see that coming at all. It was, it, you know, it's one of those moments where, like, obviously you you don't want Captain America to be Hydra, but it was alluding to a moment in the comics that, you know, I I don't read the comics, but it was a big enough moment that it made the news where where Captain yeah, America he, revealed himself as being a secret Hydra agent this entire time, and I was like. 
Wars. You know, I think you were saying that you saw me yeah. almost flip out <laughs> in my seat. Yes, you you, you had a definite uh, <laughs> visible reaction to that, and I, I I did too. I thought it was it was a a, a very cool way to sneak that little, like you said, egg in there that kind of uh, connects to the comic books and what they've done with the character. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just the fact that he leaned over and said, Hail Hydra. <laughs> like, I, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, I don't uh, think you know, anybody did. Uh, and it didn't dawn on me, oh, these are Hydra agents. Mm-hmm. When he first walked in, it was just like, oh, I was, you know, like you, I was, it's, it's going to be the, an elevator fight. Yeah. And then he used the whole Hydra knowledge. And I was like, oh my gosh. Cause you know, the Hydra storyline, you know, I think it's, it's kind of run its course and it's done at least for now. Yeah. So the, the Hydra element has been kind of gone for a while and for it to kind of just sneakily be snu- sneakily <laughs> sneakily for them snuck. to sneak that in there for him to, yeah, yeah. to, to use that as his, uh, way of getting the the Tesseract. And so then the time travel aspect did um, bring an interesting way to reintroduce Thanos as the, the villain for this movie. Um, because at the beginning of the movie, they, they killed him. So he's, he's dead already. Uh, but because they went back into the past, it re- it's revealed that Thanos was originally looking for the for the uh, stones at the time of uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. And that, I guess, what we don't see in that film is that shortly after he leaves there, Thanos was probably showing up at the planet looking for the stone and realizing, obviously, they don't have it. Which then leads... Uh, Gamora, she, you know, I'm just now remembering that movie. She she shows up at the buyer's hut or whatever and steals it in the in the courtyard, and the, there's that, that leads fight. to them all going to jail. Yeah, so so that that kind of makes sense, but because of that, Thanos gets wind of their plan, and so then he starts to intervene and change course, and you know, obviously not do what he's been doing the last you know twelve or so movies. Uh, in the background. And so he becomes the bad guy and almost felt like, you know, infinity war Thanos is a bad guy, but his idea, although it's horrible, there was a logic to it. Like there's too much, there's too many people. There's not enough stuff. Something's got to be done. Like I said, he didn't go about it the right way, but it, it made sense. But in this one, he just, just straight up is like, I'm going to kill you guys. I'm tired of you guys. And he made it personal. So I thought that was, uh, that was uh, interesting to kind of, uh, not, not change subjects, but going, kind of go back to, you know, how he was like, his original attitude was I'm doing this to better the universe. Yeah. We are in a universe that has finite resources and if we don't take care of half of the population of everything, we will meet our end. Yeah. And uh, as terrible as that is, I liked how in this one at the beginning, they actually gave you the viewer, like you started seeing the benefits of what he did. You know, um, Tony Stark is married, has a daughter, and in his mind, he's like, I hate what happened, 
but look where I am now. Yeah. Because of what happened. I have a daughter. I'm yeah. married. Um, Captain America mentions that he saw whales in the harbor or, or whatever. He's like, they're the, only. He says the water's cleaner. The water's cleaner. Yeah. There's less people, fish. You know, he's like, so they, they threw in all these little nuggets of what Thanos did, although as horrible as it was, there are positive things that have come out of that. Yeah. Not enough. I mean, the world is just as disparaged as could be, but, but I liked how they threw in those. Yes. What did it was horrible, but what there was a reason. And here's the, the fruits of, of what he wanted to have happen. Yeah. Going more into the, the time travel aspect of the film. I really appreciated their take on it. Like we said, the, the their approach was you can go to the past, but it won't. But it's not your going past. to affect what happened in your your life. It will just make another parallel universe. So they use that as a a way to go into the past to collect the stones, but they're they're not able to just simply fix everything. Yeah. It, so yeah, you can't can't just kill kill Thanos as a baby and make everything better. Um and so, so yeah, like characters that died kind of stayed dead. So. Yeah. It, it it may like like I said with the Infinity War and the 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 passing of the characters that went to turn to ash, you you knew that they weren't going to be able to kill all of them yeah, or that they weren't going to stay dead. And what they did with this movie and in fixing that, what, what they did in infinity war, it also, it, it didn't fix everything. Yeah. Yes. It brought back those that the snap turned to ash, but the characters that passed away outside of that, at this point are still dead. So the yeah. weight of those characters deaths wasn't for nothing. It wasn't just, yeah. Oh, we're going to just fix everything. So yeah. Loki, um, and vision are the vision or the big ones that, that were left out. Heimdall. Oh yeah. was gone. Um, trying to think of who else was killed. I don't think anybody else was killed. And then at the end, by the end of Infinity War, no. But in in this one, obviously after the snap, you have characters that that pass. That at this point, I can only assume are going to stay dead. I'm not sure how. And even some of the characters, like Vision, I I don't want him to be dead because he's <laughs> yeah. you know I've always liked him as a character. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I I appreciated that it wasn't a quick fix of everything that happened. Mm -hmm. They weren't able to, they weren't able to bring, all they, they weren't able back. to reset everything. Yeah. When they fixed the snap, they were still five years in, you five know, years five years had still passed. Yeah. All they did was bring back the people that had been killed in the, in the previous snap. Yeah. And, and everybody was, was gone away with the dusting. So one of the things about this movie is that it was three hours long. 
and there's a lot to process about this film so we're not going to throw it all at you and have a three hour long podcast <laughs> so as, as much as we could do that <laughs> yeah we're not going um, to <laughs> we are going to split this up and we're going to do another part so that's a, that's all we're going to talk about today um but there's a lot more to talk about there's emotions uh characters uh, cool awesome moments that we're going to talk about um avengers you know, assemble avengers assemble that's what we're going to start with in our part two podcast so uh definitely check us back and we'll also tell you our ticket uh rating although i'm sure you probably (laughs) already know what that is but we'll save that for the next episode until next time we'll see you at the movies and don't forget to check your ticket stubs